0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTmobile.com.
2: This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A missing Long Island mother has been found dead after a week-long search, and the husband is suspected. New rules for New York hospitals because...
0: Governor Hochul to announce new steps to combat a surge of COVID-19 cases statewide.
2: This is an alarm going off.
0: I'm Marla Diamond on the Upper West Side.
2: They thought their phones were untraceable,
1: but... Police arrest five teenagers for allegedly making hoax threats against Connecticut schools a stupid thing to do. I'm Sean Adams in Norwalk. Stunner at
3: Rutgers with a buzzer-beating basketball win against number one Purdue.
2: This dates milestones Dr. King as you've probably never heard him in our 88 seconds of sound. This is Friday the 10th of December. The WCBS 880 Morning
3: News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. Well, here comes the weekend warm-up. Some clouds, some suns today, 45 to 50. Mid-60s
2: for tomorrow before we cool off again. Good morning, I'm Paul Murnane. Good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. We're going to start with what's just coming into our newsroom. Word that the body of a Long Island mother of four has been found in a state forest near her home in Center Reach. And we understand her husband has been arrested and charged with her murder. Melissa Molinari was 38 years old, was missing for weeks. It was reported missing. On December 2nd, by a friend, her body was taken to the Suffolk County Medical Examiner where the autopsy will take place. Marcello Molinari will be arraigned today on second-degree murder charges. Elective
3: procedures are now on hold at 32 hospitals across New York State. Governor Kathy Hochul says it's a preemptive strike as COVID caseloads are surging. Marla Diamond is on the Upper West Side where the governor is making an announcement this morning. Marla, first, do we know which hospitals are canceling these surgeries?
0: Well, Paul, these are hospitals upstate, not New York or its suburbs. The governor's order applies to hospitals that have less than 10% bed capacity available because those beds are just filling up with COVID patients. The governor says 20 cases of the new Omicron variant have been reported statewide, 13 in New York City. And at this point, we are prepared to say what we have is community spread. It is not coming from people who have traveled. Hochul says she's met with state and local uh, health leaders. I'm referencing that I'm having many conversations with people today in anticipation of a very challenging season coming up with the holidays. So yes, stay tuned. Now, some counties upstate have brought back masking requirements and upstate Oneida County officials announced that starting on Monday, they'll require masks to be worn in indoor public places and for temperature checks to be conducted at social gatherings. Wayne and Paul.
2: Yeah, any idea, Marla, what this policy announcement is going to be today that the governor is going to roll out?
0: Um, we know that she will once again make the case for getting vaccinated and especially getting a booster shot now that the CDC has approved them for anyone 16 and up statewide COVID hospitalization totals have climbed over 3400. That is the highest number since April 21st and a jarring 86% increase in the last month alone. And those numbers could mean a return to mask mandates or perhaps capacity restrictions in indoor venues.
3: Marla Diamond this morning. It's the modern-day version of pulling the hallway fire alarm disguised using phone networks. Yet to phone in threats against schools, it's been happening a lot across Connecticut. This morning, word of five, arrests.
2: Sean Adams is in Norwalk where one of the suspects lives. Sean, good morning. How'd they trace the threats to these five teenagers?
1: Well, each case is different. You know, sometimes uh, they're made on social media, something like Instagram. Uh, But here in Norwalk, this is an interesting case. Cyber sleuths crack this case of hoax threats against the high school police arrested a 14-year-old. They say he had help from someone outside the country and he used a VPN, a virtual private network to hide his identity when he phoned in these phony threats. The FBI assisted in the investigation. Norwalk Mayor Harry Rilling calls it stupid and says there will be serious consequences. Something like this was uh, so frightening because of the recent incidents around the country
3: uh they, it gets very frightening to parents who don't feel comfortable sending their children to school
1: Well recently schools across connecticut have had this problem uh, threats have uh, thrust uh, the schools into panic and chaos and forced forced them into lockdown uh, so uh, police have uh, made four other arrests uh, teens have been uh, uh, charged in hamden and new haven and the, the warning here is clear even if you think you're a tech whiz and you're going to hide your tracks digitally? Well, the police have ways to track you down. Paul Wayne.
3: Sean, thanks. And what a night at Rutgers. They hosted and they roasted one of the nation's top-ranked basketball teams in spectacular style. Brad Heller is here to tell us about this big upset. Brad. You know,
4: you know, Paul, my friends tell me that they don't really watch college basketball until March. They said there's no point. You don't need to watch it until March. Well, I can tell them, and any Rutgers fan will tell you, that you should watch college basketball all season because you might miss things that happen like last night in Piscataway.
2: With two, with one, Harper for the win. Got it! Let's go! Let's Ron go! Harper Jr. Let's go! The game winner at the buzzer! Let's go! And Rutgers
5: upsets numbers 1 go! Purdue.
4: If we let that highlight keep running, you would hear Austin Johnson give a few more let's-go's. Jerry Recco had the play-by-play, the call on Rutgers Sports Network. First time Rutgers has ever knocked off number 1, 70 to 70-68, the final in Piscataway. Ron Harper Jr. said if he woke up in his bed, it wouldn't have surprised him. Said it's the stuff you dream about. And the Rutgers, a couple days to celebrate, maybe less than that, because they have to take on Seton Hall on Sunday. The Pirates had a big upset of their own, knocking off number 7 Texas. Brad,
2: thank you. Straight ahead here on WCBS, 88 Seconds and Sound, Dr. King, as you probably never heard it before. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Sounds like the furnace will take a little bit of a break for a couple of days. Craig Allen is here with the forecast. Yes, it will definitely tomorrow. And uh, the clouds will give way to some sunshine today. And it's a
1: little bit milder, high 45 to 50. And rather than dropping very much, the temperatures will level off or even rise a couple degrees tonight, just like they, they uh, just like they did last night into this morning. And then for Saturday, that gives us a good start with the southerly wind, 60 to 65. The record is 64. Now, it's not going to be a bright, sunny day, but there will be, uh, you know, a gusty wind and there will be some breaks. But there will also be another batch of showers late Saturday and Saturday night. And then it cools down for Sunday with a chilly breeze and a high of 44 to 48. Right now, it's in the upper 30s in the suburbs, 41 in the city, and the humidity is 60%. When voting rights for
3: non-residents cleared the city council yesterday, there were several voices of dissent. Some wonder what message it sends to immigrants who work to become citizens. Bronx Democrat Mark Joni had another
1: concern, 30-day residency rule. What this bill is going to allow a year from now is someone with a work visa to come in and 30 days later be able to vote. That person is a transient, not a permanent resident, not a contributor to society in the fabric of New York City.
3: He made a motion to send the bill back for further revision, but his colleagues overruled him. Speaker Corey Johnson says immigrants pay taxes, they use city services. Their kids go to our public schools. As he puts it, they deserve a say in local government.
2: Friday's here. It's the Morning News Roundup. Good morning. I'm Wayne Cabot. I'm Paul Murnane. Bring on the weekend. Here are your three things to know this morning. West Babylon Senior High School on remote learning today because of threats of a school shooting.
3: Number two, bribes for boosters. Vaccination sites in New York State will give tickets to
2: the Christmas Spectacular to the first 50 people who get their booster shots at each of five sites. Third thing, the Guinness Record for most Christmas lights on residential property goes to... And if you look towards the Hudson Valley, you can probably see the glow a family in Dutchess County with 687,000 lights. Up next are 88 seconds in sound for the 10th of December.
5: I accept the Nobel Prize for Peace.
2: The youngest person to be awarded the Nobel Peace Prize, Malala in 2017 at just 17 years old. But that distinction in 1964 went to someone who was similarly brave and audacious, a 35-year-old minister from Atlanta, Georgia completely captivated kings, queens, presidents, and commoners when he used the power of his voice, the poetry of his soul, and the magnetism of his message to say this.
5: At a moment when 22 million Negroes of the United States are engaged in a creative battle to end the long night of racial injustice... I am mindful that only yesterday in Birmingham, Alabama our children crying out for brotherhood were answered with fire hoses, snarling dogs, and even death. I am mindful that only yesterday in Philadelphia, Mississippi, young people seeking to secure the right to vote were brutalized and murdered. I conclude that this award, which I receive on behalf of that movement, is a profound recognition that nonviolence is the answer to the crucial political and moral questions of our time. The need for man to overcome oppression and violence without resorting to violence and oppression. Negroes of the United States following the people of India have demonstrated that non-violence is not sterile passivity but a powerful moral force which makes for social transformation. Sooner or later, all the peoples of the world will have to discover A way to live together in peace. Thank you.
2: That Nobel Peace Prize comes with money. And the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. gave all that money, $54,600, to the Civil Rights Movement. Because on that date, King had the audacity of hope to say the tide of world opinion is in our favor. This is December 10th.
5: The
3: WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day.
2: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.